Hi, this is John Breyer with Mainly Matters, and today I'm talking with J.P. Nickerson out of Bangor, Maine. J.P. Uh, started the Maine Knife Company uh, some years ago. He's going to tell us about the Maine Knife Company. Um, just for full disclosure, I met J.P. some years ago, and, and I did actually invest in the Maine Knife Company when it got started. It's been fascinating to watch what he's been able to do with the company, and it's an interesting story for anyone involved in um, in Maine or, or things from Maine. So I thought it would be interesting to talk about it. So JP, thanks for coming on the show today. I th- hey, glad to be here, John. Thanks. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. I, I thought that before we get started talking about the Maine Knife Company specifically, it would be interesting if you could tell us a little bit about your personal history in regards to knife collecting and the knife industry in general. I know it's something you've been involved with for a while. So could you tell our listeners yeah. a little bit about that? Yeah, well, you know, I'm lived here in Maine my whole life and uh, come from a big uh, hunting and fishing family. Uh, my dad uh, was a Maine guide. Uh, he didn't do it a lot, but he, he was, you know, registered Maine guide. But, you know, we all grew up. Uh, I'm the youngest of, of uh, five kids, uh, actually seven in my family. And uh, we all hunted every year, fished every year. Uh, it was always a family affair. My dad was uh, an avid, avid hunter and fisherman, as well as my older brothers and sisters. And, of course, I followed in their path. Uh, been hunting and fishing as long as I can remember. Uh, and, of course, my dad was was uh, really a true outdoorsman. Uh, he was from the county, Rooster County, originally. And basically, that's uh, my history on that. As far as the knife industry goes, I've, I've always been interested in knives. Uh, many years ago, I started collecting them. And uh, most of my collection is old school uh, type knives. But, uh, you know, I just realized how much how much creativity and how much beauty there are in them. And uh, like I say, I started collecting. Well, I've been collecting for over 20 years, uh, big time in the last 10 years. I uh, got involved uh, with a flea market, local flea market here. So I was able to find some pretty good buys and stuff on older knives and, uh, being, you know, retired, it was like a, it was a passion. And of course that's why I enjoy it so much. And that's how I got myself involved and decided to to start the main knife company basically. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that with us. So when you did decide to start the main knife company specifically, you know, you made the decision, okay, I'm going to go from a a collector uh, and a buyer and seller of used knives to actually designing, you know, making and selling your own line of knives. What made you decide to make that plunge, so to speak? Well, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I just found that there was so much interest in knives as well as there are in guns and fishing rods and everything else. And I just, uh, thought, my God, I've, I've had so much experience as far as, you know, buying and selling and trading that, uh, you know, I felt I had a pretty good background in starting to draw my own designs and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, like four years ago, I was sitting here at the dining room table one morning with my partner, Patty, and I said, you know, Patty, boy, I wish I could, I wish I was able to somehow start, you know, a company where I could do my own designs, come up with my own name, you know, start basically as like an online company. And she had mentioned a couple of ideas to me, and I I took it and ran, found uh, you know an investor, and that was excellent. And 
that was the beginning. And I've, you know, it's been, well, we're in our fourth year now. And we started off very small. We're still small. We're still very personal. You know, uh, uh, people call or, or email or uh, comment on our Facebook page. I'm the one that answers. And they, some people are like, oh, mercy. So that's basically how I decided to do it. I had the time. And, of course, <laughs> I'm putting more hours in now than I have for years. But, but it's not real physical. It's more mental. And it's just it's a passion. So it's, it's enjoyable. And I've met some incredible people since I've started, I mean, all over the country. Sure, sure. That's that's excellent. So, um, you know, when you look at the main knife company knives, I, I, I know that you, they're all limited edition. You call them limited edition. I think yes. we, we actually discussed, um, we're probably, you know, the main knife company is probably the only knife company in the country, in the entire United States, that makes knives in such limited amounts. I mean, I know there's other limited edition knives, but it seems like the main knife company will put out like a run of 25 or a run of 50, uh, you know, for a specific knife type or a hundred, but they're, they're very small quantities they are individually numbered. So they are limited edition, but what, what does that mean to the knife, to people who buy knives or collect knives around the, the country or people that are listening right now? What, what makes a limited edition knife, you know, more well, special than, than a regular knife, for example? Well, you know, a limited edition knife is just what you just said. Basically, it, it means that it's limited as to how many are made. And it's also uh, limited, meaning like if, if, if we say, for example, like our first knife was the white tail. And we chose to just make 50 of that, numbered one through 50. So typically what that means in the, in the knife business, as far as collectors go, is that, you know, they're big on having, you know, a, one of very few knives that are made. And that also makes the value of the knife, you know, much more collectible because a lot of people that collect knives, they, they, they collect them and then they go to meet. So they go online and they either trade their knives or they sell their knives. And it limited edition, quite frankly, just what it says. Uh, that's why we've kept it uh, to a very small amount of knives. Uh, the most we've ever produced, quite frankly, at this point, uh, was um, the main bicentennial knife. And the only reason I decided to go with 200 because it was the 200th you know, anniversary of Maine, and that's done real well. Sure. Uh, but that, basically what, to answer your question, John, is that limited means limited. And once we make 50 of a knife, we'll never make ever that knife again. Right, right. So that so, makes it, you know, once it's done, you know, I mean, and of course in the knife industry, a lot of people, you know, you have, it's pretty hard to actually patent or, or make a knife that, you know, if someone turns around and makes the same version of your knife, it's actually a compliment, quite frankly. Right. But, obviously. but in this case, so when you say limited edition, you know, 50, 100, 200, each knife is actually numbered on the blade. I know I've seen that. Absolutely. And yeah, every knife is individually numbered. If we make 50 knives, there's number one of 50, two of 50 up the line. Right. And, and, every, one of our, and every one of our blades are all stamped in the steel. Right. Uh, so that that makes it, uh, you know, you just can't rub that off, you know. Right. So, and so, and they come with other things, I think, a certificate of authenticity, a lifetime oh, yeah. warranty, all that. Yeah. Every, every, every knife, you know, comes, a lot of our knives come in a, in a, in a handmade custom wooden box uh, made here in, in Oakland by Woods Edge, good friend of ours. And, uh, you know, basically 
they come with a certificate of authenticity, which means that each knife has its own certificate, which is hand-numbered and hand-signed by myself, as well as a lifetime warranty, uh, as well as a lot of the knives we actually make a copy of the original design, uh, so that makes it all the more special. And we also have a card that comes with it that for future customers that want to buy another knife, they get a discount on another knife. When you say make a copy, do you mean um, like a, a print of the design or? Yeah, we take like, like at this point, all my designs are hand done, quite frankly. I'm not real modern technology when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. And basically, uh, I have my printer take the original and we've uh, copied it. Uh, on a piece of uh, special paper, and that way they can see, you know, the, the the customer or the owner of the knife can see the actual design of the knife when it was ready to be made into a prototype. Wow. Okay, that's great. So, speaking of designing a knife, when you when you sit down to design a knife, and you know, if you go to the website mainknifecompany.com, people can see. A lot of the designs that, you know, the knives that have um, been produced, um, many of them are sold out, but there are some available. But you can see all the different designs, and they're beautiful. They're, I mean, they're stunning. But when, when you sit down to design a knife, how do you do that? How does that process work? Well, the process works, quite frankly, from years of collecting and uh, seeing different types of blades, different types of handles, different types of uses for a knife. I mean, a knife is a knife, but... Quite frankly, you have different blades for, for different reasons. You might have a skinning blade versus a, a, a fillet blade or just a straight uh, military-type blade. And when I, when I decide uh, to, to do one, sometimes I start off with the name uh, you know, of the knife. Uh, for an example, I'll go back to my first one, the whitetail. Uh, that knife in particular, when I designed it, uh, it was uh, Bowie type looking, but I wanted it to be on a smaller scale, something that actually could be carried. But yet, I also like military type knives, so I kind of incorporated a basic hunting type blade with a bloodline, with more of a military type handle and pummel to make it, you know, a usable knife. And I just start sketching by hand with a pencil and a piece of paper. Uh, very rarely do I use it. The only time I use a ruler or something is if I'm measuring the length to make sure the knife's not too long or the, the blade is equal to the handle. Uh, but it's all from up here. Right? And, of course, like, again, like any knife designer, a lot of our, I get a lot of ideas from other knives that I've seen, and I incorporate a little something from that design into mine to make it unique. Okay. Wow. Interesting. So, um, you know, I know... Uh, I have some of these knives. I've got, I haven't held them in my hand before. I've got some in my house right now. I, I know the main knife company logo is literally, um, you know, stamped right into the blade. They're individually numbered. Um, I've seen some that are signature editions that actually have your signature etched into the right. blade. But, but in terms of, you know, you've designed the knife, it's, it's time to get it made. What type of materials are used in the main knife company knives? And, why would that be important to someone who may or may not be thinking of, of purchasing a knife? Well, I would say that 95% of our knives are made with D2 steel. And for a number of reasons. Uh, if anybody's not real familiar with steel, D2 steel is, is what they call a tool steel. I mean, like, you know, you, you take um, old craftsman tools, snap-on tools, 
Most of those, the steel that's used is D2 steel. It's a very hard and durable steel, as well as it's, it's one of the most likely to, uh, most unlikely to rust as fast or to, you know, to be bothered by water. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's why with our knives, uh, the D2 steel, we prefer that. It's, it's heavier, but it's much more durable. And us, you know, warrant and guaranteeing our knives for a lifetime, we want to make sure that it's, you know, going to last. And a, a lot to do with it, too, is the fact that when you put an edge on the D2 steel, it's there. Uh, it's much harder if you if you dull it or something, it's going to be a little harder for you to put an edge back on because it's so hard. But once you've got that edge on there, it stays and it's much more durable. And as far as other materials, you know, again, sometimes we use 1095 steel. Uh, we haven't used any 440 yet, just for particular reasons. But we're we're kind of really sold uh, sold and trusted uh, D2. Okay, well, thanks. That's that's interesting. I'm sure a lot of listeners out there might not have any idea that there's different types of steels that go into knives and why yeah. and whatnot. All so, this kind of yeah. So so you'd mentioned that that the main knife company knives come with a lifetime guarantee that's transferable, and you know we can see they're all very beautiful. Um, a lot of detail. They're polished, um, just really high-end quality stuff. But are they made to be collected and displayed, or are they made to be used in the field, or or both? Both. Um, there's a lot of knife collectors out there, and that's one of the reasons we limit the editions. But every one of our prototypes, once I've had the, had the design made, before we move forward to inventory the knife or, or get it ready for sale, we have a prototype, in most cases two or three prototypes. I have a couple of gentlemen, real outdoorsmen, uh, Joe Hurtland uh, is a good friend of mine, and he's involved in some of my designing, as well as a friend of mine, Sam. We, we're all with bump heads because they're all big knife clutches and knife users. Joe is my actual field tester, and he does it voluntarily because he's a knife guy. And anytime that I get a knife, uh, that's done in the prototype. It's taken out in the field. Uh, I'm sure you've seen some pictures, John, some of the stuff we've done to them. Uh, but we take them out and uh, make sure that they they do everything they're supposed to do, make sure they stay together good, make sure that the handles are durable. Uh, and then at that stage, when we've approved, you know, approved the prototype, that's when they go into production. Yeah. And as far as collector-wise, um, a lot of my customers, current customers, they buy sometimes two of one knife, you know, the same knife. Lots of them like to have an original in the box or in a display case to put in their collection, and and, and they like to have one to use. Right, so, right. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're, they're definitely made to use. They may look pretty, and they are beautiful, quite frankly, uh, but they are made to use in the field, uh, absolutely, And uh, but they're also beautiful just to display in the collection. Right. Okay. Well, thanks for that. And and I have seen a lot of yeah. the pictures. I, I know, um, for example, your Facebook page, if people go to Facebook and type in Main Knife Company, uh, you'll see that some of the pictures there. And I, I've seen some interesting, uh, you know, uh, customers that are using the knives uh, in the woods hunting. And, um, oh, yeah. and, you know, the other interesting thing that I found just looking at the customers on Facebook and and having spoken to you is, you know, the Main Knife Company is based in Bangor, Maine, but Right. The clientele is from all over the country and oh. internationally. Oh, yeah. I mean, so yeah, you know, there's a good yeah. Wherever, yeah, wherever we can ship a knife, we can ship most anywhere. 
uh, you know, the some countries don't allow it, but we do ship to Canada quite quite often. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, and of course, quite frankly, John, this last year, uh, you know, our, our um, company has, has grown to the point where we're starting to get some, you know, recognition. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that, and that makes us feel good. I know. Uh, but yeah, I, I know you, um, I guess won't, won't ask you to mention any names just for privacy, uh, reasons, but I, I know that, um, uh, a former U S ambassador to, uh, to another country, um, over in the middle East yeah. actually, uh, stopped in and saw you personally this summer and, uh, picked up, um, a couple of knives for, for gifts for, uh, some international dignitaries. Yeah, and like I say, I can't say names or anything like that. Not that it matters, but but yeah, it was uh, quite quite an experience. Uh, the the person had saw had seen our uh, knife that was featured in the uh, August issue of uh, Downey's Magazine, and she uh, their family summers in Maine sometimes, and she decided that she wanted to send to present some of the knives or something from, you know, that was from a main company uh, to these dignitaries. And she did so. And she stopped by and spent about an hour with myself and my partner, Patty. Great person. And uh, it was really nice. I wish I could have advertised it, but you, you kind of can't, you know? Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. But I can just tell you that uh, that one, one of my designs in particular, which was limited to 15 knives, it was called the Swamp Buck. Mm-hmm. Uh, is now hanging on some walls in a in a uh, presidential office and a ministry of uh, finance office in another country. Wow, that's yeah. that's that's impressive. See, yeah. Reach, yeah. reaching yeah. out from Maine. Speak, speaking of that, um, not that, but speaking of interesting people that that you've had got to meet, I know that you did a um, a knife uh, last year uh, with Melissa Backwoods. Melissa was, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of people might know her. She's um, been on the on the Discovery Channel series, Naked and yep. Afraid. Um, she won it yep. a couple times, I think. I've been on it several times. She's got quite a following, um, and she's a knife fanatic, um, uh, outdoor survivalist, really Im- impressive lady. And Melissa worked with you and, and made, uh, actually, I think it was her first knife that she put her name on, the, the Backwoods. And, um, yes, it was. And uh, I, I know that that sold uh, really well, and um, so it's another interesting person. So, uh, I think we have one or two left, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. they come yeah, with it. A... It was an interesting experience. There was a lot of back and forth on that one. Yeah, she um, was very particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, there was no doubt about it. And uh, yeah, it came through. And, and again, it was uh, you know that was one of our programs we do with uh, um, let's say celebrity type person or whatever. If they they have a particular charity or something that they want to donate to, we we we, we do that. I think we're gonna we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll, in a few minutes. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, it was a great experience. We got some good exposure. Uh, yeah, and pretty happy. And I've got a couple more people that I'm working with right now, uh, especially us Maine people. We we all know who Bill Green is. Bill Green Maine. Bill, Bill Green's Maine uh, was on TV for many years. Great guy. Uh, I've been talking with him, and him and I are going to put a design together and have a Bill Green main knife, so that's going to be exciting. That is exciting. Actually, Bill Green was um, just on a recent podcast with Mainly Matters. Our outdoor and recreation um, host, Catherine Gordon, interviewed Bill, um, and that, that one just went live last week. It's It's got a ton of listens, too. So, uh, yeah, Bill's a fascinating person and uh, very uh, yeah. I- iconic in the main media sector, so great to see that uh, you're working with him to, to design a knife. I think that'll yeah, be... Yeah, I'm pretty excited. It was, funny. it was funny how it happened because it was, 
he, uh, his brother Tom uh, lives down in the southern part of the country, and he had uh, personally emailed me and called me and, wa- and wanted to order one of the, the uh, Derigo uh, Bicentennial editions for his brother Bill for Christmas, ah. yeah, which he did do. And, and actually, Tom and I have since been in communication a couple times a week, and uh, uh, he, he hooked me up with Bill. Bill loved the knife, and then I called Bill and said, hey, you want to be a part of me? So... You know, he he's he he owns one, so he, he knows their 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 quality. So yeah, that was cool. Great, that's that's going to be fascinating. I look forward to seeing what you do with that one. So um, you'd mentioned previously in, in this uh, discussion that you each of your knives comes in a wooden display case. Um, I know you get those made at Woods Edge in, in Oakland, Maine. Um, Todd Labelle, yeah. Todd's the owner, and um, he's been making your boxes by hand uh, for a long time. They're beautiful. I mean, yeah. they're, they're works yeah, yeah. of art. Great work. I mean, really, they're like uh, I, I'm not aware of any any knives that uh, are sold anywhere in the United States that come with uh, that sort of handmade display case. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, not our, not not our not our knives. Our knives seem like to say that this knives are coming in wooden boxes and stuff, but these are pretty unique. They're, they make most of the knives that have come in boxes are for storage and some for display. Recently, we've made them so that you can um, you can actually display the the knife in the box itself. But we also just uh, finished uh, production on the Black Bear Bowie, which is our company's biggest knife yet. Uh, I personally uh, collect Bowie knives, Bowie type knives, and so I my heart's kind of there. And my best friend, Sam, is an incredible knife collector and an incredible guy. And uh, so we uh, designed that knife. And that particular knife comes with a, you know, uh, a beautiful glass front or plexiglass front display case uh, for that knife. And Todd did a heck of a job. We were just down there Friday. He had gotten the boxes all made for the uh, 25 knives that are going to be available. And we just sized it right to make sure it's sitting in the box right and right. the job. So, so, so those yeah. boxes, I mean, they're beautiful. They're handmade. They're, uh, the main knife company uh, logo is actually branded, um, you know, by hand yeah. uh, in, into the box. Yeah it's, but, it's, yeah, it's burnt right into the box. Absolutely. But, so, but those aren't, uh, as I understand it, those boxes are made for each knife sized to that specific knife. You don't just mass produce a bunch of boxes you actually um, have Todd at Woods Edge design the box so that it's made to hold or display the particular knife that's coming yep. coming yep. right right that's correct yeah we um the only kind of uniform box we have we have one particular box and some of our knives just come in a box mm-hmm. uh but anytime that anytime that one of our knives comes with a uh, display case. It's it's designed for that knife to fit in that case. Got it. Uh, m- mainly meaning it hangs right to look proper to display. Right. And and also some of our some of our knives like the like the Derigo Woodsman that came with a wall mount plaque, and that plaque basically is is the same. You know, it, it's it's hand branded. You know, heat burn brand in the in the box on the plaque. I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, we put hooks in a certain way so that when the knife, when you set the knife on the plaque, it sets right. Yeah. And, you know, uh, just, just kind of carrying over your, your, your thoughts on quality, um, even those boxes, uh, even the boxes themselves, they're made by hand, as we've mentioned, but there's a lot of high quality stuff in the box. I mean, solid brass hinges, clasps, 
Oh, yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know, they uh, they're they're stained. They're not just you know made out of pine wood. Nope. They're actually stained. They're branded. So even even yep. even that part of it, you, you put a lot of time and effort into, and I think your customers appreciate that. Um, so. You know, you've talked about some of your knives. <laughs> most of them, they have very interesting names. Uh, all of them have interesting names, but most all those names, I think, are related to Maine in some way. I've seen you. Yeah. 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 If you go on the website, I've seen the forest, the swamp buck, as you mentioned, the deer ago, which, you know, the word deer ago yeah. means I lead in Latin, and it's actually part of the state of Maine flag. Um, you made a knife called the Maine Guide, um, you know, and, and many others. And you mentioned that you made a 200th anniversary uh, Maine Bicentennial knife. But just one of the knives that I thought was really interesting is you made a a knife to benefit the Maine Maritime Museum. And um, can you just tell us a little bit about that particular knife and some of the interesting aspects of it? that That was quite a project, and it was quite successful. And you understand, anytime that we we design a knife and do a knife for a, um, a company or, or for, um, you know, like, and then and let's take the Maine Maritime Museum, for example, that was a fundraiser mm-hmm. and they had, they had a ship that was called a schooner called the Mary E. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, built in 1906, I believe mm-hmm. was the last time that it was sailed. And they had purchased that boat because it was built there in Bath. They had purchased that boat and they redid the boat, and of course it's it's done by fundraising, you know, to raise money. Yeah, to they're a nonprofit, the boat running, right? Nonprofit, right. right? And so, as it turned out, uh, I talked to them, and we decided to make and design a knife that was back then, which had been the type of knife that would have been used, you know, a sailor's knife, mm-hmm. which has a totally different blade basically had it with a bone handle with scrimshaw on it, uh, along with a, what they call a Marlin spike, uh, which nowadays those type knives have the blade and the Marlin spike, like a, like a folding large pocket knife. Mm -hmm. But back then they had a separate spike that they carried so that when they were tying ropes and fixing the sail, they had that tool right there with them. And it worked out quite well. Uh, the knife actually sold out. Uh, we, gosh, I can't remember now. I think we, raised five thousand dollars uh one knife in particular each knife came in a wooden box but i had the idea and the, the lady that i worked with down there they had planking that they'd taken off the original ship mm-hmm. so what we did we took uh and had todd uh we got he went down to bath and got some planks off the old ship and we sliced you know pieces of plank so that each knife came with we, we called the knife the mary e and it was um, uh, scrimshawed on one side, you know, the silhouette of the ship and the Mary E. Wow. And on the other side, it was, uh, it was it was an incredible project. And each knife came with a piece of actual planking of that ship. And that was uh, that wow. was quite a that was great. It was, you know, and, and, like, and again, going back to names, the, the main Maritime Museum, we named that knife the Mary E. Mm-hmm. Or the um, or we called it the, the, the Mariner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, different knives I have, like the Derigo, obviously, uh, that was mainly used because it's Maine's 200th anniversary. Uh, we're into our 150s on that now. We we will produce up to 200 of that knife just because it's 200th anniversary. Right, uh, right. Name-wise, name John, you know, it's like the forest. You know, we, we'd had a knife, one of our folders was, was called the... Uh, 
the stag, which was one, which was our first folding knife. Mm-hmm. And we just figured, you know, stag horn, call it the stag. And it was a popular style knife. And so we wanted to make it in a different, you know, with a different handle and stuff. And, you know, you know, my, my partner, Patty, and, and is involved with me a lot as far as just giving me ideas and stuff. And, and here at the house, it's called Grammy's Forest because it's where all the grandchildren come. And I just decided, you know, we talked and said, hey, wouldn't handle forest, let's call it the forest. So that's what right. we called that the forest. Uh, Swamp Buck was just what it was. It was a huge Bowie-type knife. Um, it, you know, it had a stag handle on it that you'd find in a big old Swamp Buck, so we named it Swamp Buck. We got some coming out now. We've got uh, one on. We're working with a prototype right now called the Kennebec. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you like the Kennebec River and and uh, down in that area. We've got another knife coming out. Gonna love this one. Original Paul Bunyan. Oh, okay. <laughs> we well. got we got a Paul Bunyan coming out. So uh, a lot of good things. We're 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 working right now with a with a folding chef's knife that uh, we have the prototype done. I'm going to be working with a local chef here, well known. Uh, we're calling that knife the fiddlehead. Okay. You know, everything is Maine. Right. It's all about Maine. You know, I mean? and, 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 and like you said, customer-wise, I mean, the majority of our customer base is outside of Maine, but they're all Maine people that either moved out of state or that have a connection with Maine, and, and, and it's, it's pretty cool. Excellent. That, that's that. Thank you for sharing that. That's kind of fascinating. Get yeah. a little insight into the the naming process and just the little little things that go into that. Um, you, you you touched upon uh, charitable giving with, with the um, Maine Maritime Museum. I know if you if you go to your website and, and look at uh, most of most all of your knives have a charitable association that they're linked to. Yep. Um, you know the Maine Warden Association. Uh, Game Warden Association um, Foundation. Yeah. Foundation, yeah. You've done some stuff for Project Healing Waters, which is a n- national, uh, nationwide charity. Actually, for Project Healing Waters, you you uh, designed a knife that uh, that they sold, and I know that raised quite a bit of money for them. Um, it sure did. So, just tell us a little bit about that. So, why is that important to you? And, and is and is raising money through your knife sales for nonprofit well, something that you want to keep doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, quite honestly, um, we've uh, our whole goal here was to is to share and pay it forward, you know, a little bit as best we can. And uh, you know, my son's a veteran, my son-in-law's a veteran, my partner's a veteran, and we wanted to gear things, you know, towards veterans. And uh, so we just decided to, you know, either pick or ask different five hundred one Cs that are looking to raise some money. We come up with a design. And uh, we've we've done uh, we've done quite a few projects now. Uh, right now, the ones that are out there is the Darago knife. Uh, percentage of that sales goes to the main Game Warden Foundation. We've already presented them with one check, but there'll be another one down the road as we sell the rest of the knives. Uh, we have another knife out right now that's that's uh, uh, it's a folder. It's a beautiful knife, and we're doing that with uh, Operation. Uh, uh, oh gosh, I'm, uh, boots on the uh, ground. Boots on the ground. Thanks, John. Yeah, the Operation Boots. I was just yeah, looking um, at that uh, knife, and that's why it was yeah, on the top of my yeah, mind. Beautiful. And that's, and that's the beauty, and, that, and that's been selling, and the percentage of that goes to their to their five hundred one c. And you know, quite frankly, you know, we we just want to support anybody. We're, we're not just open to just veteran programs. We're open to other 501Cs. You know, mm-hmm. Like with Melissa Backwoods, we did a dog rescue rescue fundraiser for her. Right. Uh, in the case of 
In the case of me, Maritime, that fundraiser was to to restore and, and keep the Mary E going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, lots of lots of different uh, lots of different programs. Well, that's great. And, uh, and, uh, I think yeah. that's that's great that you do that. Um, you know, we could and we do plan on we do plan on continuing doing that. You know, it doesn't mean every knife, but quite frankly, at this point, every knife we have done, we've donated uh, to some five hundred one c. Right. Well, that's great because you know a lot of a lot of people don't do that these days, or a lot of corporations, anyways, don't. So it's good to see that you're doing that and that um, um, you continue to do so. So thank you for that. On now, I, I saw on your website you 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 do. It looks like you make knives for corporations or groups if if they want. Is that something you've done a lot Absolutely. of, or how does that work? No, it's kind of it's kind of became a new a new department, I guess, if you if you will. Uh, had met a gentleman. I have a you know a lot of lot of knife collectors and stuff. And this particular gentleman I met actually last summer. Met him two summers ago down in Winter Harbor. Uh, he's a successful owner of a, a big electrical company out in Chicago. And he uh, comes up and stays in the Winter Harbor area with his family a couple of weeks a year. And uh, we, you know, I was uh, playing some music down there, and and uh, and he came up to me and he he he'd bought in a couple of our knives in the past, and he just said, "Boy, I really you really love your knives. They're great." And you know, and moral of the story was, he said, "You know, I'd I'd like to give knives out to my customers for Christmas this year." And I go, "Like really?" And he goes, "Yeah." And End of the story was we ended up uh, custom making him. Him and I worked together on a design uh, back and forth. Got it done. Uh, he ordered 200 knives uh, with uh, you know his his name on the knife. Uh, presented them to 200 of his customers. I mean, we even got emails. The company got emails from some of his customers that he had presented the knife to, saying what a beautiful knife. And so that kind of gave me the idea. So we are open to you know whether it's uh, as few as 25, you know, up to a certain amount, we would love to, you know, design a knife for a company with their logo as well as our logo and something for gift ideas. Uh, love to talk to anybody that'd like to sure. do that. It That's... makes it something really personalized. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, this this particular gentleman uh, last year uh, gave his customers all uh, Yeti coolers. Mm-hmm. Uh, with his logo, with his logo on it, mm-hmm. and this year he decided I'm going to give knives with my logo on it. So you know there are companies out there that still do that, and it doesn't have you don't have to have 200 employees or 200 customers. If you've got 25 employees employees you want to do it for, we we do as few as 25. That's but, um, uh, yeah, that's amazing. So you you know it's great too because um, when you're giving a gift like a knife, uh, that's going to last you know forever. So um, hey hey. John, I've got I've got friends of mine that collect knives right now that have got uh, knives that their great 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 grandfather had. You right. know what I'm saying? No, of course. Two hundred year old knife. Right. And that's it, it's kind of like I, I don't compare it to guns because guns, you know, a lot of people hand down guns and stuff. But with knives, I mean, you talk about personal. Sure. I mean, you don't go hunting with a knife in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. So or fishing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, no. But from a corp- yeah. corporate perspective, I can see how a, com- oh, a company would, you know, having their name or their company name on the knife, being able to give that sort of gift to your employees or to uh, your your customers, that's going to be a gift that they've probably never gotten before, that type of gift. And it's going to mean a lot. So that's great that you're yeah. doing that. Um, I, I see you've you mentioned it earlier in, in the show, but it's also something I've seen at Down East 
Com, uh, the Down East Magazine website that you've recently partnered with them. Uh, Down East Magazine is a you know fabulous publication. Pretty much anyone in Maine knows about Down East Magazine, and people all over the world um, subscribe to yeah. it. So, what's going on there? I, I know I see there's two different well, knives. People can vote on it at downeast.com with from the Maine Knife Company. So, what's happening there? Because that's a big deal. Well, I'll tell you that to back up a little bit last summer, uh, you know, I, I have to tell you from a small main business, main based business that Downey's magazine really was a wonderful thing that happened to us. Quite frankly, last June, I got a call from the um, managing editor, a great lady, and uh, she said that they were going to do a piece on outdoor products in Maine. You know, putting like a little thing, you know, different things you'd use outdoors, camping and adventures. And she happened to come across our website, mainknifecompany.com, and was impressed with the looks of our knives and had noticed the bicentennial knife a year ago and asked if she could feature that in this article or whatever. And I went like, yeah, no problem. You know, what's it going to cost me? She goes, you know, no, this is part of, you know, uh, just a something we want to offer the, our readers. And this was great. So at that point, uh, when that article came out in August, I mean, our sales, you know, really, it, it was, it was unbelievable. We just, we were, wasn't sure. overwhelmed, but we were, we were over great. We were grateful because it really kind of put us on the map. And, uh, as a result of, and the success of that, uh, I talked to my partner and some other people. I said we ought to talk to Down East and maybe see about partnering with them and making a you know Down East knife. Uh, and they gave me the rights to their logo. We partnered up, and that's what we're doing right now. If you if you go to uh, DownEast.com or even uh, MainKnifeCompany.com or or the Main Knife Company Facebook page, you can click on. And I've designed two knives, uh, two different type knives. And they've put them on the, the website and for the readers to vote. And whichever knife gets the most vote, that's going to be the reader's choice, limited to 100 knives. In other words, we're only going to make 100 of that knife. Okay. And, and then also uh, the second knife, we'll, we're going to, we'll go, we'll produce that too, but that won't be called the, because obviously there's people that are going to like one knife over the other and we want them all to have an opportunity to have that knife. Right. And, and that, and that's also a percentage of that, uh, will be going to a 501 C charity as well. Okay. So, so and, and those knives are actually, they've got the down East logo on them or on the box. Oh or, yeah. Oh yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. The box is beautiful. The box that they're coming in, that's really one of our first display boxes versus display case. Mm-hmm. It's a box that the knife sets in, and instead of having the wooden top, it's got a slide-on plexiglass front so they can store it or display it. Right. And on one side, um, and, and, and on one side, the uh, Down East logo is in the wood, mm-hmm. and on the other side, it's the main knife company logo. And every one of these boxes are made by hand-cut main cherry. So cherry so wood. there's no stain mm-hmm. the cherry wood. So when you see the box, there's no stain on it. That that box is just has a clear finish just to preserve it, but it's beautiful. Wow! And that was quite a process. So, so so yeah, that that it is amazing. Uh, that's a great partnership with Down East Magazine. I would really encourage our listeners to just go to downeast.com um, or, or mainknifecompany.com, and but at Down East they actually have uh, right on their homepage. 
Um, yeah. A lot of things about Maine, but they do show both those knives. Um, yep. You can vote. It's free, of course. I know that it, currently hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people have voted. Um, and then you're going to, you know. Which one did you vote for, John? I voted for the one with the bone handle. Um, I, ri- I originally thought the wooden one was going to be my favorite, the wooden handled version. But once I saw yeah. the uh, photographs that Downey's published, um, I, I, but they're both, I mean, personally, <laughs> if I was buying one, I would probably buy both because they're gorgeous. So, and I know yeah. some people will, I'm sure those yeah. are going to oh, sell out. So, okay. We, we've only got a, a couple of minutes left here. Um, I, I do know you wanted me to let the listeners know that uh, if they're interested in purchasing a main knife company knife, uh, they can get a $50 discount on any knife um, simply by typing in the coupon code podcast when they check out at your online store at mainknifecompany.com. Uh, that's podcast in all lowercase. If you type that in, I guess, to your checkout pr- process where it says coupon code, they'll automatically see a $50 discount. So again, that's podcast, all in lowercase when you're checking out at mainknifecompany.com. Jim, I want to thank you for coming on today. And also, I know knives aren't your only passion. Uh, Jim has a long history of uh, being involved in music, both as a musician, um, being in bands, being a DJ all over Maine. Uh, His family comes from a long line of musicians. And Jim is going to be heading up on Mainly Matters, he is going to be the host of our um, music section. He's going to be covering and talking about all types of things related to the music industry in Maine and and the music history in Maine. There's people all over the country and world that uh, people might you know, would know of when they hear hear about them from in the music industry, but they came yeah. from Maine. So we look forward to that in the future, Jim. But really, thank you today uh, for coming on to Mainly Matters. Thanks for telling us about the Maine Knife Company. Congratulations on the progress. Well, thank you, John. And, and and I tell you, I wish I wish Mainly Matters all the luck. I know it's getting some some pretty good inter, you know uh, write ups and and comments, and it was kind of exciting to see it on the news the other night that they did a little story on it, which was great. So. Uh, let me just add one thing, if I can. Yeah. Um, you know, like I say, I'm I'm really looking forward to doing the music thing. I've I've got a lot of old friends in the business. You know, I'm in my mid 60s, and I've you know been music has been part of my life forever, and so I'm pretty excited about doing that as well. And and also my partner Patty, Patty's uh, going to be doing a podcast on uh, main businesses. Uh, you know that that she's you know entrepreneurs, main entrepreneurs is actually what I believe it's called. And she's got some great guests lined up. I'm in the process of lining my guests up right now. I've got some great new people in the music industry. So it's going to be fun. Good. Again, John, thanks thanks a lot for this time. And, and just real quick, MainKnifeCompany.com uh, or uh, The Main Knife Company on Facebook. And uh, my famous saying is, stay sharp. All right, JP. Well, thanks a lot. Really enjoyed enjoyed you today. This is John Breyer with Mainly Matters. We'll be back soon with another episode. And thanks for stopping by. Thank you.